It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est moi, c'est Simon Marcel. I hope you are doing good. I hope you're well and healthy, and so is your family. I want to start the show with a question because a lot of my neighbors and friends are married. And I have noticed some tension at times and a sense of humor needed. So I wanted to know what you thought about this question. I want to ask you that very question, actually. Honestly, how annoyed with your quarantine partner are you? Right? I wanted to know because I hear one thing here, I hear another thing there. How annoyed with your quarantine partner are you? Here are the results of the polls that actually posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And you voted massively, so thanks for that. And 68% of you said, we're good. And 32% of you said, I could use a break. And really, what I heard was more like 40-60. So it's interesting, the results. But stand by, because if you have a question about your relationship, you can call me right now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Grace. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Grace. So, I understand that with the quarantine, you moved in with your new boyfriend, and now you have a question. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, I do. Uh, thank you, Simon. I actually um, met this guy probably, I think it was October, November, and um, we were dating on a regular basis, and everything's going well. But then when this quarantine happened, we kind of were in this weird spot where it's like we've only been dating for a few months, but we don't want to be apart during this time. Um, so it felt like kind of a forced moving in, but we decided to do it. I moved in there with my dog, and uh, so it's kind of like we're now a little family. And everything is going, I mean, remarkably well, but some, you know, whenever he talks about, well, when you go back to your house, when this is over, I have to say it kind of sort of weirdly hurts my feelings or feels weird only because I understand it's too soon to move in permanently, but right. I'm kind of feeling weird about it. So when you say feel weird, do you feel that the unspoken between you and him is that he's not ready and that's why he mentions to you when you're going to go home, but you are actually ready to stay where you are, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm, or at least I feel like I'd like to have it open as a possibility. I like that. So why not have a conversation about, like, first, how do you think our quarantine is going? I would, I would do, like, a little very casual, no-pressure talk about what he liked about living together, what he didn't like, and then see what he says. And if he said I really liked it, then you say, well, I really liked it too. And then you say, well, you know, I just maybe it's an, it's an idea, it's an option. I mean, maybe we could, uh, uh, you know, continue uh, not so much as a quarantine later on, but just as a choice. Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's too soon? I like the idea to ask true questions because then okay. you know the answer. And I don't think it's against him or you. If he's not ready, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. He's not ready. He's not ready. But I would like you to have a conversation so you know where he stands, you know, for real. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. It's it's a little nerve-wracking, but I... No, I mean, but it's... Yeah. Listen, there's nothing wrong in asking questions. Yeah, that's true. So the truth is always good, even if it's, you're going to say, oh, Simon, what if he says, I'm not ready? If he's not ready, it doesn't mean you break up. You just go back home, and then it's going to be his job to uh, recharm you and all this, and you'll go, you know, you, you'll go from there. But I don't want you to be, you know, always wondering, is he agreeing with me? Does he want that? Is he going to be worried? Right. No. 
Okay. No, you're right. That's that's very good advice. Thank you so much, Simon. You've been a big help. Well, um, that's what I'm here for. And I'm, I'm glad <laughs> to help. Thank you so much for calling, and good luck Thank to you. Have a good night, Grace. Good night, Simon. Now, I'm going to answer an Instagram DM question I got from Ken because his girlfriend is driving him banana with social media. So let me go help him. That's next. So you know that if you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question the next day, you can always, always, 24-7, send me your question with an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. I got one from Ken who goes, Bonjour, Simon. He goes, my girlfriend is obsessed with us making videos for Instagram and is driving me nuts. Every day we have to dance or make something and it's too much. She's really sensitive, so how can I tell her I've had enough without starting a huge fight? Now that's a good question. How do you tell your partner to slow down the social media show uh, without hurting their feelings? I think I have an idea, so my answer is next. What would you do if you had a partner that was obsessed with making you guys doing videos, dance, and stuff like that so they can post on social media your life and you think it's too much and you don't know how to say to your partner, listen, we got to slow down without starting a fight. So my answer to you, Ken, is this. When one of you is irritating the other, you have to talk about it. It's not a reason for a big fight. You just say when she wants to take another social media, video dance of you guys. said, no, I'm not into it. Oh, well, you're not into it. I'm not. I just want to keep, you know, this time for ourselves. And that's that. There's not too much explanation to give because we're not machines. We're not getting paid by Instagram or Facebook to post, right? So uh, unless they pay you guys, uh, which they're not, then why would you do it all day long? If you don't want to do it, just say no. And say, no, I love you, honey, but not this time. Just tell the truth. The truth is the element of peace we all need. Uh, you calls and your questions are next. 855-905-8255. That's my number for your question. Katia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand you have a little question about marriage and timing. Um, what's going on? Yeah, so I'm 26 and all of my friends are engaged or getting married or they're already married. My parents got married this age too. And I'm just wondering, do you think that marriage at any age is good or is there an age that you recommend? <laughs> so uh, in my book at least, it's never too soon once you're an adult and it's never too late once you're an adult. Basically, once you find the right partner, it doesn't matter you're 21, 25, 35, 55, 65, or 95. If you feel it, say yes. But don't do it just out of pressure. Don't do it because your girlfriend will have a ring. Don't do it until you find somebody you feel is your soulmate, your other half. It doesn't matter what society thinks, Katya. What matters is how you feel. And... I think we only celebrate, obviously, because of kids' reason, you know, younger marriages, and a lot of girls, I understand, from 20 to 30 gets engaged, very exciting. But we should all celebrate anyone uh, who says, I do, at any age. So my advice to you is, unless you found the right person, resist the temptation to settle in. It's just too important and too precious to be with the right person, and I think we have to take our times. Some people get lucky. My mom met my dad when I think she was 19, and they got married at 21, and that's 56 years ago. And then some people will meet their mate at 50, right? So 
I say, take your time, and there's never a wrong time to get married if you're in love, okay? Thank you so much. That's beautiful. You're most welcome. Best of luck to you, Katia. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Question for you. Have you ever felt the pressure to get married? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever felt the pressure to get married? Like, you know, whatever age you are, your family, your parents, number one, your family, your best friends, your cousins, at work. Hey, have you met somebody? You guys going to get married? Are you going to get engaged? And it hasn't happened yet at the time or now. And you feel, oh my God, I mean, should I get married or not? What is this about? Why? that everybody wants everybody to be married. So many people, right? Don't you feel like you've experienced that pressure at one point? So listen, I'm going to share a personal story about this coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Talk about pressure getting married. My story is next. Stay with me. So I don't know if you ever felt from your friends, your family, your parents, the pressure to get married, but I'm 51. I've never been married. And... Um, it's life, c'est la vie. But if you ask me if I felt the pressure from the outside world, from some of my girlfriends, from work, from, and then you realize, is this an obligation? What is it with the world and getting married? Some of us will get married, some of us will not. Some of us will get divorced, some of us will not. But until you feel it, don't do it. And do not give in to social pressure. That's my advice. We are not all the same. It's not one size fits all. It's you are yourself. You have the right to get married, not get married. But I feel like as friends, as parents, and even as partners, let's break away a bit the pressure from getting married. It's not a life goal for everybody. It's an event, a stepstone. Or if it doesn't happen, it's okay too. Trust me, I'm happy and I've never been married yet. You call that next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255 is the number you need to call if you want to share a very romantic experience that has happened to you. Uh, Adrienne, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. So, I understand something romantic happened to you. It did, kind of surprise, because as you know, we're, we're all in quarantine, and my husband and I were celebrating our 19th wedding anniversary, and mm -hmm. so we usually would go, you know, out to dinner, plan something kind of special. But we're here with our two young children. And so there wasn't too much we could do. And we can't really even go out shopping or anything. But so the biggest surprise I got is it's pretty simple. But to me, it means a lot. Uh, my favorite candy are these candies called Maltesers. I don't know if you know of them, but they're like these malted chocolate covered candies and you can only get them in certain stores but for our anniversary my husband had some delivered for us and so it was a huge oh. surprise because we you know we aren't just stepping out to get ourselves treats as you know like none of that kind of thing and so now I have these yummy treats and it was a really nice nice you know small but very generous gesture on his part I love that now how exactly did you feel the first time you saw that I just felt so seen, validated. Like, this person knows me. This person knows that I'm not a person who needs a grand gesture or an expensive gesture. I just need to be known. 
And after 19 years, you know, and two little kids, it can kind of wear you down and you get off track with knowing each other intimately in some ways. And so just to see that, it felt like, oh, this is Adrian. This just isn't, you know, a general bouquet of flowers. This is a very specific to me type of gift. Personal. And so felt very personal. Wonderful. Well, listen, Adrienne, thank you so much for sharing that story. I, I, I like it a lot. And I think it's, you know, celebrating like that. It's really nice. And, and, and personalization is an expression of romance. It's about you and you only, not about everybody else. It's not generic. It is personal. So thank you so much, Adrienne, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. 855-905-8255. That's the rendezvous number. India, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, India. What's going on with your boyfriend? Well, my boyfriend moved away about a month ago, and he and I aren't working right now, and so he wants me to go visit him, but it's a five-hour drive, and I just don't know whether I should be driving to him or should I expect him to come drive to me for five hours. Mm, that's a good question. How long have you guys been dating? About a month. Not that long. Okay. And so... Usually he drives to come see you, or what's the deal? Who's, who's the one driving usually? I mean, I guess he was back here three weeks ago, so he drove here mm -hmm. once, but I haven't seen him since then, and I don't know. I just kind of feel like he should still come to see me at this point. Well, listen, I kind of agree with you. I think a gentleman should do it, and I think you should stand strong. And so do you feel comfortable telling him? Uh, I would love for you to come see me this weekend. Yeah, I think I'm going to. I think I feel okay doing that. Listen, the base is this. It's your relationship, your rules, and you follow your intuition. And if you feel it's not the time yet for you to go drive to see him, don't do it. Just have the dude come see you. Okay. I guess you're right. You know, listen, I'm, I'm a guy. Uh, if I like a girl, I'm driving 12 hours. That's kind of how I feel yeah. it, too. Exactly, especially at the beginning of the relationship. I mean, if the dude can't drive five hours, girl, we have another problem. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Let's finish by a little ooh-la-la -la question for you. So this is for the parents. Are you still able to find time to ooh-la-la -la during this quarantine life? We're going to talk about that next. Stay with me. So that's a question if you are parents. Are you still able to find time to ooh-la-la -la during this quarantine life. <laughs> I said that because a lot of people have reached out to me, you know, and the parents, it was the kids and the quarantine, so difficult. So here are the results of the polls and thank you for voting massively on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 66% of you said, yes, we make it work. 34% of you said, nope, the kids are around. So last piece of advice, remember the, uh, even in the younger days, we put the, the shower on and stuff like that, lock the door, just, be creative. We need to keep the romance alive when we are married. It's essential. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for your questions and sharing your love stories. And thank you to all the essential workers that makes all of that possible. Thank you et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.